Right on. Thank you much. You're welcome. Hey, Friday. It's Friday. Woo! Feel good Friday. It does feel good, doesn't it? Uh, sure does. Always fun to say the sleep F. in tomorrow. F word on the radio, right? Yeah. Yes. Sleep in. Woo! Good morning, angels. Morning, morning Dave. Dave. Forgot to roll that little thing. It's not going to be complete. Mostly sunny today, and 96 is what they're shooting for here. 94 tomorrow. Sunday's going to be your day. You want to head out and do a little something-something, uh, it'll drop about 10 degrees. Uh, we will look at about 86 degrees on Sunday versus our 96 today. And then we're right back up at it again at 90 on Monday. So there you have it for your weekend forecast. Right now, 72 and clear downtown. Freaking, freaking, freaking Friday. Morning. I Eric Pasley. cannot wait to sleep in tomorrow. I bet. Man. Yeah, it, uh, I'm sure you and many others, right? Yes. It feels good to uh, roll around to a weekend, maybe try to catch up a little bit. Uh, today, uh, believe it or not, uh, is Women's Equality Day. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I just saw a report where uh, Utah is 50th in the nation uh, for women's equality. So, uh, well, it's a uh... <laughs> shout out to the state of Utah. <laughs> well, at least you're on there. So today's probably the only you day know. in Utah that we celebrate that. Yeah. At least yeah, we're on there. Thanks, on Dave. There. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Dave. It could be worse. Can you imagine having every state rated out of all 50 states? And then Utah's like, hmm. didn't even show up on the survey. The real the day commemorates um, August 26, 1920, uh, Deb's year of birth, when the 19th Amendment to the Constitution was certified, giving women the vote, the vote, the right to oh, wow, <laughs> the right to vote. <laughs> Maybe you ought to have equal time over here in front of the my microphone. Uh, see if you can't speak. Uh, wouldn't take much to speak a little better than me. So Women's Equality Day, 1920. National Toilet Paper Day. That's a good one to share. Yeah, women's equality and toilet paper. And toilet paper. Because that's what we feel like when we're in 50th place. <laughs> feel like a... Just a little... A little piece of toilet paper. Swipe it. Yes. <laughs> little recognition. Well, you know, and what do we recognize more, the toilet paper or the woman? <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, good data, both of which are very essential in our lives. Absolutely. Can I put that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. National Um, Dog Day. Isn't every day National Dog Day? Well, yeah, but this one really does focus on the fact that uh, rescue, uh, your rescue animals, which I think is a great thing. That's how you did two of your three animals. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Pretty cool thing where you can actually uh, uh, go to the rescue shelter. They are just the best dogs. Now, I know I had a struggle with Scout and her chewing, but... I'm telling you what, she is so sweet. She was so emotionally wounded from her childhood. Yeah. She was found running the streets of New Mexico with her mama. Uh, They were both super skinny. When I got her, she was so skinny. Well, and now she's spoiled rotten. And she is the sweetest dog. Now, it took a while, but just the sweetest. She will just come over and stand and lay her head on your knee and yeah. just stand there. She's so sweet. Oh, that's awesome. And Bisky is just so chill and sweet, treat motivated. And did uh did Biscuit ever get jealous when Scout came along at the very first? No. 
Um, Biscuit is so chill, except for Pumpkinhead Harvey. That's yeah, the only time she right. gets upset. Well, we it. it really is. Yeah. That's the only time she gets upset. Yeah. Um, so know. Biscuit's background was a little different than, obviously, Scouts. They were both, I don't know why, but Rescue Rovers, which I adopted through, gets a lot of dogs out of New Mexico. And they were both found in Gallup, New Mexico, but three years apart. Um, and Biscuit wasn't skinny. Biscuit's never been skinny. Biscuit's like my spirit animal. Because <laughs> we're both never been skinny and treat motivated. And the way you guys sit is just the <laughs> same way. Yep, she has her little porn pose she sits in. Um, no, Biscuit is not, there's not a mean bone or a jealous bone in her body. She just is chill That's cool. and whatever. Good, good. National Dog Day Celebrate Day of the Dog, um, and... Cherry Popsicle Day. Oh, man. Have yourself a cherry popsicle today. Leaves your lips extra red. Yeah, you don't even need lipstick. Depends on how you, uh, you know, of course, your whole mouth and uh, everything is all red as well. Coming up, speaking of uh, those little doggies, we're going to find out which ones uh, on the chart of life... Live the longest and the shortest. What breed follow along those lines as well? Don't forget, we have a Kitmore ticket tag coming up at 740 this morning, also 1140 and 340. Three more times for you to win some tickets to go see Kitmore coming up here on September 8th, which is a week from something or other, maybe 10 days out. And uh, that's going to be it there at the complex. Wake up, stand up. Stand up to the mic Yaman yeah, Friday Free for all Friday too We uh, throw in some fun little things here and there For you to just jump in on Some of the uh, Some of the topics that are going to be uh, Coming up here Speaking of uh, dogs The top five things people say to their dogs Other than I love you. I always say, I'll see you guys later. I got to go get the doggy money. Yeah. And they're good with that. Yep. As long as you bring them treats back. <laughs> Absolutely. The average parent deals with how many little mini emergencies a day? We'll find out. Da, 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 da. Luke Combs and the kind of love we make. You know what kind that is. No doubt what that song's about. You think? Yeah. It's even in the title. (laughs) Here are a few statistics about uh, National Dog Day. We are, thank goodness, uh, over, don't you think we're over with the dog days of summer? Hopefully, free. I don't know. We just had another hundred, like Monday Uh, or Tuesday. 25. Can you believe it? We hit 25 triple-digit days. And next Wednesday and Thursday, expected to hit up right up to 97 again. So who knows? Yes, maybe we're not done. National Dog Day today. Uh, of course, uh, here are some of the statistics to go along with uh, some of this uh, for your dog. 71% of us have had a dog at some point in our life. Now, how many Rockies have you had? Because all oh, your dogs were named Rocky. They were when we had, when, you know, growing but up. growing up, they were not Rocky. Oh, they were No, we had, I had uh, Duke and Mooch and Bear and Lady. And, uh, you know, so they, they, we uh, obviously had some uh, uh, different uh, dog names growing up. But when whenever we got animals, as me as an adult, 
Uh, we just named them all Rocky. <laughs> it was easy. Purebred dogs are the most popular now. 39% say their most recent dog was purebred. 17% said a crossbreed like a Labradoodle. 23% said they have a mutt. And 21% have no idea which category their dog falls into. And one of our best hunting dogs was a, a mutt. Mutts are you great know? dogs. And uh, in case you don't know what a mud is, it's just a mixture. It's just a. It's you. you they don't belong to any real category, right? Isn't yeah. that how they uh, get their? Um, yeah, like uh, name? like uh, biscuit and scout are both mutts. Oh, are they? they? Yeah, because you have, don't know what the because I had their DNA done, and like scout is a boxer, pit bull, but she, she also has <laughs> she also has a Italian greyhound in her, which I didn't see coming. A biscuit is Rottweiler pit bull. And she also has, uh, what does she have in her, like, I think Labrador. So was it hard to get them to spit into that little tube and send it <laughs> in to 23andMe? You just swab their cheek, David. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. But, yeah. It's so cool getting their little chart back. That is kind of cool, though, that they can do that. Yeah. And uh, and you know what kind of trouble they've been in in the past with their DNA. Now you, yes. Now you can track them. Americans are more than twice as likely to describe themselves as a dog person than a cat person. 49% said dog, 21% said cat, around 31 or 30% really don't have a press uh, preference or they love both. Usually if you go we'll be doing an interview or you'll ask a friend or it'll be dog or cat, dog. Yeah. Dog. Yeah, have most we of ever the had time. anybody say cat? Not I don't remember Taylor Swift. Oh yeah. You know, but I, but anyway, it's just, it, it, it's true though. I mean, because you can't take your cat hunting. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what was the biggest thing for me to get a dog that, okay. And, and this is just because it was the way I was raised up, but it was really weird for me to get this Chihuahua dog. Cause I'm like, what good is it? Oh, just, you know what I'm saying? It's for the love. I know. Dave. I know. It's for the love. I know. I know. But you know what I'm saying? It, it yeah. just it, in our environment when we grow up, I just thought, well, what I I thought dogs were. And you can say all you want. You love that little Kino. Yeah, I don't know. It's just yeah, did you take bugger. him to get groomed yesterday? I did in the Z104 in your, truck, in, your truck. in my truck. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not really a truck, so that's well, okay. Now, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. And you know what song I was singing all the way? Puppy in a truck. Puppy in a truck. That song <laughs> just, we little played, that little snippet of a song yesterday. Puppy in a truck. Puppy in a truck. That's, anyway. Does he look amazing? He does look better, so it always is. All uh, right. Uh, a survey of dog owners found the dogs that are most likely to behave when they're home alone are greyhounds. Now, I had a greyhound. He never misbehaved. You know, he was awesome. Dalmatians, bulldogs, beagles, and Siberian huskies, Pomeranians, and golden retrievers also made the 10 of most likely to misbehave mm. when they're home alone. Five most common bad behaviors. Here we go, Deb. Chewing things. Yep. Like shoes and socks. Going to the bathroom inside, yep, check. Stealing food. Uh, it does, what does that mean? Stealing food like from other animals at the well, house? If, or if you have a counter surfer oh, like I do, you've got to oh. make sure the cookies are way oh, back on the gotcha. counter. Yeah, Shredding any and all types of paper and then uh, jumping on things like the sofas and your bed and stuff. 
Now, here's a weird one. A poll this week asked people to rank the best wedding outfits for dogs. Number one is a collar with a ring box so they can be the ring bearer. A custom suit for your dog is next. Then a bow tie, a floral collar, or a bandana. Now, this is interesting here. This I thought this is a low percentage to me. Only 6% of us have a fear of dogs. But that's still more than at uh, three than 3% for cats. The animal um the animals we're most afraid of are snakes and spiders. And then I guess uh, cats and then uh, dogs. And I thought, man, you know, there are some people that are freaked out over dogs. I thought that percentage would be a little bit higher. Yeah, um, 86% of dog owners, now this is, 86% of dog owners tell their dog, I love you at least once a month. Once a month? I don't. Never? Uh-uh. Never. You never say, uh-uh. Kino, I love you. Nope. Oh my gosh, I can't even tell you how many times a day I say that. I mean, that's great. It's just that I don't, I mean, I, mean, I think he know. look, he doesn't give a crap whether I say I love you. If I give him a treat, that's like, I love you. To him... I give him a little treat or a li- I know, I know you're probably saying words matter. But- yes, Dave, use your words. <laughs> use your words with your dog, Dave. But uh, uh, it just seems to me like all he cares about is like, I don't know. You know, yeah, he's excited to see me and stuff like that. But you know why? Because I'm usually walking through the door with some kind of leftover Burger King or something. I was like, French he fry, doesn't French give a fry. Cra- yep, French fry. He doesn't give a crap about me. He's just wanting food. Well, if you want to do something special for your dog today, Krispy Kreme has doggy donuts today and all weekend until they run out. Uh, also, CNN posted a roundup of National Dog Day deals, like a $30 gift card if you spend $100 at Chewy.com today, which I'm going to do because I, actually... I get their food from there anyway, so I might as well snag myself a gift card. Yeah, that's actually a pretty good deal. Now, do you think you'll use it? You? Yeah, because I order from Chewy all the time. Okay. And, you're and not a real gift card person. You'll I get know, one. But, but their food is super expensive. <laughs> of course. So that's why you keep using them? Well, I, ha- I have to because I have to get that special food because Bisky has very sensitive oh. skin. <laughs> she has to get skin-sensitive that's dog right. food. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, but Now, somebody says, I did have a cat out on the ranch that would go pheasant hunting with me. No way. As well as my goat. No way. It was pretty cool watching them run up to the pheasant after I shot it. Oh my gosh, can you imagine? Wow. <laughs> Dennis <laughs> Dennis says I barely tell my wife I love you once a month, not to mention. <laughs> <laughs> and we talked about how some people with uh National Kiss and Makeup Day yesterday, some people are hardly even kissing either out there. Now somebody's quoting Ron Swanson from Parks and Recreation, any yeah. dog under 20 pounds is a cat and cats are pointless i love that oh my gosh i love that Uh, i know to each their own and i know y'all are just taking this with a grain of salt but happy national dog day today one of these days it'll be national cat day and we'll be able to have uh, lee do a little shout out to her little animals as well animal my little animal yeah sorry awkward (laughs) Is it too soon? Yeah, Dave, remember no, her, cat, her other okay, cat died? Dave. Yeah, sorry about that. It's all right. Sometimes yeah. I say cats too all yeah. the time. Now, what like, about oh, that? Yeah, I only have one. What about that second cat you were thinking about? No? No. Never? So what if maybe, this... Maybe someday, but... What if this one goes? Not right now. 
when, well, not what if. When this one goes. Yeah, Dave, he will well, go. Not what if, because it's going to die. <laughs> so is every dog in the universe. That's the worst thing. That's the worst thing that about is pets, is that thing. they don't last as long as you do. Yeah. yeah. And that's really hard. And that is actually, you'll be interested to know what dog breed actually lives the longest. Which well, I, I, I think it's cool that we know we're going to lose this little thing, but we still... Yeah, we still take still it hard and love it. It is. It's still hard, and and uh, as much as I want to pretend to be all like, ah, it'll it'll be rough if uh, our little dog goes too. You know, not well, if, but will. when. Yeah, he will go. Is it just me, or does it seem late in the season to be starting road construction? I just feel like we always have road construction. We always have road construction. Like it never stops. Even w- in, even in the winter, we have less of it, but we still yeah. have it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they're just tearing up like the whole town of. It just feels like the whole town of Draper is. I mean, it just everywhere. You, they, and I'm thinking now you're why you know. I mean they only have a couple of months of good weather you know left. Well, kind of. Get off know. my lawn. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's the weirdest traffic. Quit up my road. <laughs> <laughs> it really is the weirdest traffic pattern. If you haven't been through that area, avoid uh, 13th East and about 100 and anywhere from 132nd to 138th. Uh, it's, and now they're tearing up Highland Drive out there and. It's just uh, I don't even know how you get around. I know, I know. I don't even know how you got Keno to his grooming appointment yesterday. (laughs) Here's the here's my Friday free for all thought. Okay, you know how we have what's your deal Wednesday. Here's my Friday free for all, and that is don't block off the cones unless you're ready. Don't do the cones. And you dot. I know you know what you're doing, and I I'm not doing because yeah, that would be as stupid as you telling me how to do my job. We're gonna work in twelve hours from now, so we're gonna block off some lanes yes <laughs> but they block that they block this thing off and then they haven't worked a damn bit on that uh, this little thing this little and i'm like you've had it blocked off for a week what are you doing don't block it off unless you're ready to roll with it anyway that's just me <laughs> but i don't know what i'm talking about um let's jump on too used to it yeah maybe maybe so that that's you don't it hit them when they're actually out there right and and i'm sure there's reason behind it i know that there's reason behind it they udot knows what they're doing and uh and i don't and and it's just me being stupid which is just friday all righty then it is time for our pledge of allegiance we roll it out around uh this time monday through friday give or take 10 minutes <laughs> uh t- and we want you to help us out how about that we would love to have you do a little thing live on the radio with us. If you don't have a chance this time in the morning to do a live thing, then you can always pre-record it on our open mic tab inside of our Z104 app. It's really kind of a cool way for you to go ahead and engage with a little bit of audio. Say you're just go like, oh my gosh, I uh, I can't text in, I can't type something, I don't want to email, I you know. That way you can just pick up your phone, you just tap on that little open mic, you tap on the button to record, and you can just record what you're saying. That way you're not distracted too much while you're driving and stuff like that. And I say too much. Uh, Obviously, we want to have you do anything uh, safely, but that's how you can engage with the radio uh, show all day long um, with your thoughts. Who is this? This is Chris. Hi, Chris. How are you this morning? I'm good, Dave. How are you? Very good. What are you doing uh, this weekend? 
Oh, I'm helping my fiance move out of his house. Oh, is he moving in with you? He is. Oh, you're yeah. living in sin. <laughs> so, what are the, what are the na- what are your parents saying about this little thing? All the parents are good. Good. They like Dan the plumber. Oh, good. Dan the farmer. The plumber. Dan the plumber. Oh, the plumber. Oh, Dan. Oh, yeah, Dan. Also. Your, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, uh, spigot uh, yes. fixing friend, Dan the plumber. Well, then I'm not. Yeah, you live in as much sin as you want. He came out and fixed my tap out there on the outside of the house. You just, you just live away. That's right. <laughs> um, we appreciate you calling in, Chris. Thanks so much for tuning in. We we love it to have all three of our listeners tune in in the morning, and uh, we appreciate you calling in, helping us out with the pledge on a Friday. My so, pleasure. All yours. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fights or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red glare the bombs bursting in air gave proof Star-spangled banner yet wave O'er the land of the free And the home of the brave That is what you call our national anthem, the Star-Spangled Banner in minor key. Chase Holfelder doing that one. I know that some of you may have cocked your head just a little bit, like, wait a minute. But isn't that cool? Man, the first time uh, we heard that, how'd you come across that, by the way, Deb? It was, I think we, you did. And then I think you heard us. Well, somewhere. sure, I did. I was, what am I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> and we appreciate Chris uh, calling in and helping us out with the pledge, who is also going to be helping her uh, fiance move in as they live together in sin. Y'all going to hell. And Dave, people are saying they blocked the road off early to get people used to the new traffic pattern. Yeah, that's Because it protects the workers. Yeah, that's what Lee was mentioning. And, and, and I know that it makes sense. It totally makes sense to get. But uh, look, that should only take a couple of days. And then let's just move on. Come on. <laughs> Let's get that. Let's get those roads torn up and get this thing handled. We're we'll take a couple of days and we're programmed in. We're good to go. <laughs> get off my lawn. <laughs>
Uh, we had another amazing with two Z's in there sunset last night. It's gorgeous. Did you see it? Y'all? Yeah, you just uh, showed me a picture you took. Man. So pretty from God's mountain. Yeah, well, my gosh. Beautiful. God's, uh, God's painting hope every that night. I can get up there someday and see how a real, <laughs> well, uh, real sunset is. You need a recommend. <laughs> well, well, but I'll never be there. <laughs> Ever. Uh, you know, uh, anyway, <laughs> one of these days. That's why I'm showing you pictures. <laughs> you know. Thanks, Dave. Just, just... I'd love to get up there and really see it, but since I can't. Uh, I'd love to see a beautiful picture. Uh, they have a they have somebody checking recommends on Ramblin' Road, yep. <laughs> right there as you head on up th- up the street. Um, we're on our way back here with more uh, fun stuff and see, get, getting some of your comments and a little doggy talk still coming up here before seven o'clock. Morgan Wallen, of course, a little FGL in there. Up, down, 7 o'clock, 96 today, 94 tomorrow, 86 on Sunday. And then we cruise right back on up, uh, creeping gradually through the week, uh, next week, into uh, 97-degree temperatures again as we hit about Wednesday and Thursday of next week. So there you have it for the next seven days. 72 and sunny downtown. So if you are going to take the little doggy for a walk... Um, be aware of how many years is on that dog because if it's on its last leg, you might just you don't <laughs> want to push it over the edge. <laughs> Coming in at number, they did this little poll and it showed how many, on the average, how many years a dog breed should last, and their lifespan. They're uh, you know from the shortest to the longest. Uh, now, if you got a beagle, uh, that's the one that lasts somewhere between ten to fifteen years. And this is, of course, do- human years, not dog years. I don't know what. Isn't it seven point something we figured out to be? Well, it depends on the size, uh, uh, the, the breed of the dog, the yeah. size and breed of the dog, how long they live, because little dogs live longer. We'll, we'll find dogs. that out, yeah. Uh, toy Poodle, 10 to 18 years. That also came in with Shih Tzu uh, right there, tied with the Poodle. Uh, Yorkshire Terrier, a little Yorkie, 11 to 15 years. Uh, Russell Terrier is 12 to 14 Australian Shepherd, 12 to 15 years. Affen Pincer. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Affen Pincer. Affen Pincer. Affen Pincer. Yeah. It's, a, it's a German thing? Yeah. Affen Pincer. 12 to 15. Miniature Schnauzer, 12 to 15 years. Maltese, again, a tie. There, a lot of these are tied uh, when they're coming in here at like six, seven, eight spots. The uh, Maltese is 12 to 15. Dachshund. The wiener dogs, 12 to 16 years. The miniature pincer is 12 to 16. Australian cattle dog, 12 to 16. Shiba Inu, 13 to 16. Bichon Frise, 14 to 15 years they live. I'm glad you got that one. Bichon Frise. Bichon Frise, I probably would have been. Bitchin' Frizzy. Bitchin' Frizzy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I would have been, well, I missed it by that much. And uh, how about the number one living the longest, Chihuahuas, 14 to 16 years. I am so glad because Bear is 13. This gives me hope yeah. that I have a few more years with her. Yeah. She just can't ever die. Uh, she just can't. Well, maybe you'll go first. I might. <laughs> I'm, then you won't I'm have like, to deal with it. In dog years, I'm like, I'm already dead. <laughs> so maybe. Oh, 
No, we hope not. We hope everybody just lives a long and healthy and prosperous life. Yes. So there you go. Chihuahuas, I think it's probably because they bark at anything. Maybe the barking helps increase their... It, maybe it stimulates their system to the point where they're... Yeah, they're so nervous you'd think the stress would kill them. Yeah. But, yeah. Yep. But, nope, yesterday, our... You know, I'm sitting there trying to do some work in the living room, and I'm telling you, Kino probably barked 15 times in one hour because he's heard a, a rustling uh, bubble wrap in British Columbia, Canada. <laughs> I'm like, really? <laughs> Welcome to Friday morning. Coming up this hour, we've got some Kit Moore tickets in just about a half hour from now. Donkey song. Jared Neiman. I'm unable to control the pitch or volume of my voice. Numerous <laughs> prominent Americans suffer from this debilitating disease. Oh, back to school. Back to school. There you go. I love that. <laughs> Adam Sandler. Uh, Whenever I say back to school, I, I say back oh, to school back to in school. my head every time. <laughs> yeah, It's a fun one right there. Hey, how do you recover from this work burnout stuff? You know, we've been talking about, uh, you know, how you silently quit your quiet job. Quiet, quiet quitting. Now we're going to talk about quiet firing. That's a thing. And, and uh, you will, not right now, but we'll uh, stay tuned because this is stellar content and you guys don't sure want to go is. anywhere. Maybe if, find out if your boss is trying to quietly quit you. Yeah, basically. But as far as it, you know, for the rest of us, it is just um, you either change jobs or you take some time off, right? But if you can't change jobs, which uh, a lot of us are kind of, you know, sort of in that position, uh, or and you can't take time off, here's how you recover from work burnout. If I... Uh, been feeling a little and and don't we all i mean i don't know unless you've got the the absolute perfect prime job that you love 110 percent every minute that you're there and you can't wait to get back on monday morning uh you know after friday and you, you know what i'm talking about and and more power to you man if you've got one of those that's awesome uh, I'm not saying our gig here is bad i'm just saying that i think we all only the getting up part well. That is horrific. It's like, I just got in bed and my alarm's going off. I know. Anyway, so it's one of those things where uh, if you do have that situation, then great. You don't even need to listen to these next little things. But here's how you can recover from work burnout in case those other things really aren't falling into place. Identify, first of all, that you're burned out. It's more than just being tired. You can also feel like you're jaded with your job or company or you like the role uh, or like your role serves a little purpose there at work. Work burnout can manifest itself in several different symptoms like headaches, gastrointestinal issues. You know, 
I've had gas for a week, and I'm sure it's just <laughs> it's because of job. the summer's been busy. <laughs> Sorry, Judy, it's just my job. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Anytime we get stressed over a, anything, our our gastrointestinal system seems to kick in. Especially if you've got if you're nervous about something coming up, and you've got a little bit of anxiousness, and then you find yourself getting some diarrhea well guess what that's because your gastrointestinal system just kicked in and produced a little more acid than your body needs and then sleep disturbances is another one so they say map out your ideal situation think about what your work life might look like if you had a magic wand and could change your circumstances to your ideal ones you might discover some issues that could be easily be resolved by talking with management or you could find that even with unlimited resources, you still don't enjoy the core activities that your job requires. So a big change would be good. So a magic wand. Yeah, okay. that's all we need. That's all we need is just a little big magic wand. Hey, that's what I have. Let's get up I- at 10 <laughs> and still be able to do the morning show from 6 to 10. Yeah. That's ideal. Yep. That's where we need that magic wand. <laughs> you still wouldn't sleep in, but I would. Learn to set boundaries. Once you figure out where the source of burnout comes from, setting some boundaries can actually go a long way. Like if you're struggling with your workload, you might ask your manager to help you delegate some tasks uh, to somebody else or reprioritize and decide what work can wait, which I have, I think we've all experienced that, don't we? I mean, you get to the point where you're like, look. I'll do that Monday. Yep. It's Friday. I will do that Monday. And my wife is good at this because after you and I are off the air, we both have other hats and jobs that we do and stuff. And so we go home and do a lot of that at home, and which is good because then we're not hassled by all the people around here. (laughs) (laughs) We love you. We love you. Yep. But uh, it does cut down on the list of things to, hey... Hey, you, got, you got a minute? Hey, you. Oh. Hey, could you produce four spots before you leave on Friday? <laughs> um, uh, anyway, but but yeah, my wife is good at this. She'll walk in, she'll go, are you still working? And and I'm like, yeah. And she has to kind of remind me, does it all have to be done today? Does it all have to be done today? And I'm like, I'm one of those that I'm like, well, I'm kind of on a roll and maybe I'm, you know. But you do. You have to prioritize and look at it and go, okay. Not if you're quietly quitting. You can just say, <laughs> no, true. it doesn't have to be done until no, Monday. No, it doesn't. <laughs> in fact, <laughs> now, it doesn't need to be done at all. <laughs> look for a sense of meaning in your work, even if it's small, like paying attention to the ways your work is contributing to a greater good. Uh, detach your identity from work. This is especially important for uh, perfectionists who take it personally when things aren't going well at work. So you also might want to get... An accountability buddy who can let you know when you're actually overdoing it at work and it's Dave, starting to affect you your personal my, life. Will you be my accountability buddy? You know, I I don't know if it would do any good, <laughs> honestly. With Now, back in the day, when you were living a different life, I would be... Uh, uh, anyway, it was, you were you were you'd stay around here. Of course, Rona changed a lot of things oh, I was for here a lot of us. You twelve know, or but, fourteen hours every single day. But then I found out there was other. You know what I'm seeing? Yeah. But but it, it, if you do have some kind of an accountability buddy that will, will kind of 
kind of keep you in check. You've done plenty. Let's let's uh, take a break. Let's go. Let's go have dinner. Let's do something. But accountability, buddy. Uh, good stuff uh, for us to read. Somebody, I'm not, no name, please. We want someone in our office to quit so we don't have to let them go. Sometimes that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, have you guys ever made it miserable for someone that they, to the point where instead of letting them go, now you, if I you're think a the boss. the reason we've wanted people to quit before is because they make it miserable here. Toxic. They make it toxic I love the here. word toxic. Yes. Uh, in in job situations. Uh, however, there are some bosses, and you have to admit it. When you're a boss, you're not. You're like, well, I hate to be that guy to let them go or fire them. So maybe if to we feed just feed their kids and they, I know, uh, yeah, I know, and it's it is hard a tough. To it let is people a, go. It is even even as much as they're toxic. Pains in the ass. You still, it's they're still <laughs> trying. <laughs> feed their family okay but (laughs) but still you are you know and isn't there some kind of an unemployment thing that if you fire somebody then versus if they quit i don't i think there's some there as a boss you bosses would know the little ins and outs of all that stuff and so i'm sure there are a lot of situations where a boss just kind of makes it so miserable and so uh the you know to the point where somebody's like, fine, I'll quit. Y'all have just, you know, you're you're against me. Cody Pine says what helps with work burnout is yearly raises, bonuses, Christmas and summer parties, accrued time off. It's pretty simple. Yeah. It's a, it's a great point. Yeah. Always make your employees feel appreciated. Absolutely. And people are, bottom line is people are working most of the time. They're just working for money. So money talks. Yeah. I mean, you have to enjoy your job, too, or you have to somewhat enjoy your job. But the bottom line why we all go to work is to pay our bills. Got to pay the bills, you know. Anybody in the Draper area, just allow triple the time to get wherever you need to go. <laughs> hey, they're adjusting <laughs> to the new traffic pattern, okay? Okay, all right, all right, all right. Mostly sunny, 96 today. We'll cool a little bit tomorrow. Still mostly sunny, 94. And... Best day of the next three days will be Sunday. That's your day. Sunny and 86. 70 and partly cloudy downtown. I quit my job this week because the owner is a sexist pig. So is the guy that he put into management who flirted like crazy with me to my face, but behind my back talked so much crap and pushed me out of my position. Is that bad? i get it thanks for your comments 20 minutes away for some kip Moore tickets everybody it's russell dickerson featuring jake scott on that one on the z happy friday z104 Thank you so much for taking us along, all y'all. 
Hey, we had a record label person in here the other day, and uh, they they had uh, this Shane uh, Prophet in, uh, which, by the way, we did that little dump it or dig it last uh, week. This dude is so cool. Um, and and he talked forever and ever. We we talked forever and ever with him. It was awesome. And he has such a, an incredible story. Um, uh, and uh, But she mentioned something about on the flight, and she did this on Southwest. And I said, you know, you probably couldn't have done that on any other airlines than Southwest. And she goes, I know. She uh, she drew the attention to the flight attendant and said, hey, we have a country singer, an up-and-coming country singer on board with us. Um, and so they actually, didn't they play a little bit of his song um, yeah. over the over the speaker to yep. the whole airplane, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, and, you know, f- flight attendants and pilots, I mean, they really do party. I mean, can you imagine your job just getting, and I know that some of them don't want to treat anything too lightly, but man, if you want to get on one that has uh, like crossing kind of like the edge of uh, Southwest, (laughs) Southwest, they don't hold, it's pretty funny how they um, hire their guys and then they're like, hey, let's uh, let's try to make a little bit of fun out of this so people can remember it. Yes, flight attendants and pilots during our layovers, we don't only hang out with each other, we actually hang out a lot of times with our passengers. Whether it be a really hot guy, girl, or just a fun group of people, if you invite us to go hang out with you guys, chances are we are totally down. Okay, now, you know what else they're totally down with? Well, I should say kind of down with, and that is uh, joining the Mile High Club. and they're saying look if you want to join the mile high club now if you don't know what the mile high club is it's obviously something that when you're up in the air on an airplane above a mile or so in the air um that you're moving a little bit of furniture and (laughs) you're having to do it in that little teeny small bathroom up there so the flight attendant has some tips for you so to speak on how to get away with that seat accordingly, aka either right next to the restroom or in the very back room. Once we're up in the air and we complete our service of drinks and snacks, normally flight attendants either hang out in one area with each other in the front or the back or the crew restrooms. Now while it's mandatory for us to do walkthroughs to make sure everything's going smooth, we only have to do them really every 20 to 30 minutes. After that walkthrough, you have about 20 to 30 minutes to do your thing and unless a passenger sees you doing it, flight attendants are not going to. And between you, me, and the flight attendants and pilots, if they see something, 99% said that they just bat a blind eye. Yep. Well, that's 19 minutes to spare. That it? <laughs> 19 and a half minutes yes. to spare. That's plenty of time. Absolutely. To join the Mile High Club. Seating and timing. There you go. If you uh, have somebody that... Yeah, if you have that on the... I'm going to say... Now, I have been uh, booking... I don't know why. D- don't tell me. I, don't ask me why. But I've been booking in the row 30s and stuff back there, where we're trying to, kind of towards the backish, backish. And I, I like and, that because it's by the bathroom, so I yeah. feel like I can freely partake of my diet coke, yeah, or whatever they have to offer, and not have to walk the, the walk of shame the length of the plane. Right. So if oh, I book, she's going to pee. Right. And if I, hate I that. if I book on row 34, you know what I'm banking on that if we crash rows one through 33 are all going to be accordioned up and i'll be the one that will survive you'll be fine yeah i know it's kind of a poor excuse to it but 
over the wing. You're is over that, the wing. Is that where you're supposed to sit mm-hmm. if you don't want to be hurt? Is over yep. the wing. Yeah. Mm. Plus, there's always an exit door there, near the wing. There is. And you got a little extra leg space. Yep. If you can grab that seat, that's pretty good. Call now to play Z104's Kip Moore Ticket Tag. 570-5767. 570-5767. And while you're dialing, how about kicking back and enjoying a new song here from Kenny Chesney? His uh, U.S. tour ended last night or tonight at Foxborough Stadium in uh, Massachusetts, uh, the end of the tour. And uh, while he was on tour with Old Dominion, they put a new single together, so we thought we'd play it for you. Beer with my friends. It's a good Friday weekend song. there together from Kenny Chesney and Old Dominion beer with my friends you heard it here first on Utah's number one country station Z104 Trevor from Old Dominion uh, this is kind of a, a perfect time to talk about this because it's National Toilet Paper Day today 
and we are approaching the you know where people are starting to think about Halloween. And I, I wanted to go as a uh, a mummy, and so I, I had this idea. I was going to wrap myself in toilet paper, and uh, my parents let me. They shouldn't have. It started drizzling, <laughs> and by the time I got back from trick or treating, all the uh, toilet yeah. paper had melted <laughs> off my body. <laughs> That's that's a bad. You look like a big spit wad. Then you could just go as a spit wad after that, right? That's <laughs> oh for some gosh. nasty cleanup. Oh man, forever. can you imagine that? Just picking that off, little piece by piece, and that's what you need to be aware of. Hey, now kids, if you're going to go out to toilet papering uh, on National Toilet Paper Day today, make sure there's no rain in the forecast because you could become. <laughs> Some people feel like toilet papering can go, it's kind of a 50-50 thing. You get toilet paper and you feel like, oh, somebody likes me. You know, back in the day, if you didn't get toilet paper, you felt like, well, well how come nobody did our house? How come nobody toilet papers our house, you know? Until you get toilet papered and then you're like, all right, kids, so Tony's friend, toilet paper, you know, whatever. And it's like, you could go out there and help us all clean it up. And it might take a rainstorm or two to get some of those uh, tissues out of the top part of the tallest trees in your yard. But National Toilet Paper Day today. It's like eggs and toilet paper. You know that teenagers are up to something if they're in a grocery store and they're buying 14 packs of toilet paper and four dozen eggs. (laughs) Yep. It's like, what, what are you doing this weekend? Morning, Z104, your caller, Z. Who is this? Hello. Hello. Hi, what's your name? Hello? (laughs) What's your name? We are having a heck of a time. Is there any way you can hold your head sideways? Hello? That's what I'm trying to do. Oh, we, we, we got a little bit in there. What? Can you hear me? She said, let me go outside. Yeah, keep going, keep going. In fact, if you could walk a little closer to the radio station. (laughs) Walk a little bit. Actually, just walk over to the radio station and and win. Are you there? Uh, Yeah, can you hear me? We're going to have to move on. I I don't know what we can do. We cannot hear you. Hello? Okay, what's your name? Hello? What is your name? Hello? Oh, my hell. Yvonne? Yvonne? Holiday. It's horrible. I'm sorry. We're going to have to move on. I am so sorry. Morning, the Z. Uh, what's your name? This is Jay. Hi, Jay. How are you, ma'am? Just great. Uh, Jay, cool. you're a winner. If you can tell us who won yesterday at 340 with CJ. Uh, Darren Frenchley. Uh, Branchley, but good enough. Rhymes with Frenchly. Frenchly. <laughs> Frenchly is what I plan on doing with my wife later on tonight. Oh, We're going to get a little Frenchly kissing going on. All right, on. Jay, what's your last name? Jay Birch, B-I-R-C-H. Jay Birch, that is the name you need to know for 1140 Ticket Tag. Uh, Jay Birch, we're going to see you at the Complex on September 8th. Kip Moore's Wheels on Fire, uh, Fire on Wheels tour. (laughs) Uh, Special guest boy named Banjo. All right, we'll see you there, okay? Thank you. And aren't you glad you you have good cell phone service? All righty. At least right now, yeah. All right, thanks, Jay. Hold on a (laughs) second.
Thomas Rhett and uh, Riley Green together on that one. Just about 8 o'clock. We're a few minutes away from our morning shout-outs. Get another traffic and weather together report here coming up in a second. Uh, how many uh, – now, you've seen this. Let me ask Lee this question. Uh, do you, How many little emergencies do you think a parent deals with each day? Little emergencies. Little uh, emergencies. I'd say – Five. Pretty close. Close. Pretty close. Kids are drama queens. (laughs) Where any little, (laughs) every little thing goes wrong as a crisis. And we've seen this, you know. I, I, uh, oh my gosh, one of the funniest, and and I know that we've all had little experiences, but you know, uh, you, you go and watch a little junior jazz game or something like that, and. Somebody gets bumped or whatever, and they fell down, and they got a little, you know, what? And they've uh, broken their leg. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, their leg They're, is broken. And they, <laughs> well, I actually witnessed one where they were dragging themselves like they were they were on the war field, on the battlefield, dragging themselves like they were didn't have any feeling from their waist down, literally pulling themselves off the floor with their upper hand. <laughs> and then within 30 seconds, they were back on the floor. Put it was me a in, funny, coach. Oh, my gosh. I'm ready. Funny. So, yeah, we do. We feel like they have little emergencies, but how we view them and how kids view them are differently. Thousand mom and dads were pulled. Moms and dads were pulled. Here are the ten most common mini emergencies you have to deal with when you have kids at home. Uh, your toddler falls and grazes their knee. No yeah. matter how minor, they'll cry. And I think it depends on your react. Not that you shouldn't care, but if you make a huge deal, they're going to think I need stitches. I need to go to the emergency room. And have you ever noticed how a kid will react? If nobody's watching versus if a parent is, and I mean, if they're going to look be, over at you, what? yeah, yeah, <laughs> or yep. you, you've watched, observed across the playground, they hurt themselves. <laughs> they're not crying until they actually get up to you. And then it's like, wow, I better let this one rip here. <laughs> uh, fights between siblings. There's okay. another one for Break you. Break it up. You kids, uh, random tantrums, dealing with them while they're running, Late for something, you know, because everything is a panic. Disagreements surrounding bedtime yeah. every single night. Yeah. Do I have to? Do I win? Five more, ten more minutes. Five more minutes. I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. Yeah. They've Read got, me a story. They've got it all figured which out. Which is good. And they'll always remember those times. But sometimes yeah. it's like, ha. Huh, yeah. You know what time we go to bed? You have to start at three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, trying to help them with homework is another uh, one. Common core math. Yeah, right. Meltdown. Not knowing the answer to a question they ask, so you have to Google it. Yeah. I mean, I, that's the way. What did we do before Google? Were we all just, I guess we were just stupid. You know, I wondered that yesterday, because I feel like my whole life runs around Googling stuff and figuring stuff out on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, medically, uh, DIY around the house, uh-huh. kids. I mean, it's pretty cool. Actually. Relationships, everything. It's, uh, it's it, yeah. it really is. You can actually look up just about anything, and it seems like somebody. And have, has this ever thought crossed your mind? Just a little side note here, and that is, when people put these little videos up and stuff like that, unless they are getting bajillion views, there's people out there that are giving us some valuable information, and they're not getting paid anything just for, for it. Just for free, just to just be for helpful. A, yeah, just to be helpful. 
just to throw a little DIY video out there to help there's, somebody. There's the a-holes who post, well, it would have been better if you didn't have that stupid music in the background. Oh, right. Or it would have been better if you showed a close-up of yeah. the carburetor. Right. Or, well, it's like with us. You know, I mean, we played that new song from Kenny Chesney, and we'll sure as hell we'll get somebody who'll go. Well, it would have been better if you would have played his other one on the ra- on the album, <laughs> you know, or some. You know, I mean, it's everybody's. Like, this is the one he wants us to play. Everybody is a professional. Well, like this morning, we said we were going to do the long how long dogs live, and they said, well, you should do the smartest dogs. Well, instead. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Yep. Why hell, we're, not no talking about that. <laughs> we're not talking about that, okay? And they, they're probably out there, bless their hearts, thinking they're helpful, you know. Uh, you ran out of a specific snack, major emergency. Where and, are the little Debbies? There's no more. Uh, well, there, there hasn't been a little Debbie around here for a long time. <laughs> Uh, sorry Uh, their favorite toy or blankie went missing and they're uh, watching a show uh, and the internet cuts out buffering say it isn't so you've got buffering in the middle of paw patrol major emergency stop everything mom and dad and come to my rescue Morning shout-outs with Dave and Deb, Z104. Shout-out to you. We do birthday shout-outs. We do anniversary shout-outs. We do back-to-school shout-outs. And here we go. Do you have any shout-outs? I don't. I don't really. uh, I I guess I don't get out much. I will on Monday. Well, you went to IHOP this week. Didn't anything happen? No. No shout-out to your server or anything? No. Like my wife and I, we were the only ones in IHOP. I actually don't know you how usually they... get fish at IHOP, which just baffles me. Yeah. Did you I get know, fish weird. again? I did not. Oh, what'd you get? I, I got uh, the, uh, we got breakfast this time oh. around. Yeah. Okay. It's the two by two by two, Deb. Oh yeah. I love that one. <laughs> All right. Tori England says happy 18, Sid. Have fun parachuting out of that plane today. Wow. Love mom and dad. Oh, I would never do that. Uh, shout out to my sweet Everly Joy. Isn't that a cute little that name? That is cool. Today is her third birthday. Happy birthday. Mommy loves you from Mackenzie Laws. Um, and then uh, we have some birthdays. Amanda Kalakis. Uh, she's my neighbor. Uh, shout out to her. Your current neighbor. Uh, she lives in my other house that they tore down and rebuilt. Oh, okay. It's happened to me twice now. <laughs> so, so. She just lives around the corner. So happy birthday. Uh, happy birthday to Brenda Gordon, Jessica Pierce, Heather Hensley, Carson Cutler, Randy Rhodes, Vicki Walker, Rod Hill, Tom Warden, and anybody else that's having a birthday today. Shout out to Roger and Ellie and their first week of school. Love from mom, Connie Hill. Uh, JP, can I give a shout out to my friend? Happy birthday tomorrow, Losita. First day of school on a Friday? Ah, Man, I gotta ease into it. Man, it's probably just a half a day too. That just go and talk about what you, what pencils you need. Have some lunch and then come home. Oh my gosh, why? It's the perfect go? first day. Of school. I mean, that's great. It would be, but <laughs> <laughs> to me, I would think let's just start Monday. Can't you tell us all this stuff then? <laughs> but it is a chance for you to wear your new outfit. Happy Friday! We're celebrating! Hooray! Today is National Toilet Paper Day. There'll be toilet paper everywhere. Toilet paper. Today it's National Toilet Paper Day. I'm not happy with the toilet paper. The toilet paper feels like sandpaper. You're going to get the softest, most beautiful toilet paper. Extra expensive toilet paper. Toilet paper? Yeah. Toilet paper. We are a toilet paper! 
Report your toilet paper showtime. John Party, it is party time here on Z104. His latest called Last Night Lonely. Happy Friday, National Dog Day today. Some of the things that people say to their dogs other than I love you. Now, we talked about earlier that it's good to say to your dog, I love you. And you say you tell them a uh, hundred times a day. Oh, I do. It just seems like a lot. I don't think I've ever gone in and gone, I love you, Kino. I just give them a treat and I count. I call it good. But uh, some of the other things here, relax. It's just a squirrel, right? Because they think that it's like, oh, my gosh, i got to get that. i got to kill it. I've got to chase it. I've got to save the world because that squirrel is running up the tree. Uh, once you get to the park, act adorable so it'll help you get lucky that night. So these are some of the things, some of the things that people say to their dogs just after I say, just after you say I love you. At least take the pillow to dinner before you hump it. Okay. Uh, of all of the yards to take a dump in, why'd you pick the one with people outside? Isn't that the truth, though? You can walk and walk and walk and not see a soul, and then you're walking, and all of a sudden, yep, Gladys the is out there. Owner is in the front yard. Yeah, sorry, and they are eyeballing. Sorry about yeah. that. And they are eyeballing you, which got is my understandable. Sack right here, I yeah. got my bag. I'll get a little notice on my camera. And I'll, uh, you know, I'll open it up and take a look at it. And sure enough, because we have this little front yard area. Our our front yard is actually bigger than our backyard, which is really weird. But it's, um, it, and sure, it, it's a perfect dumping place. And, but thank goodness, because I'm like sitting there, you better pick that up. You better pick that up. You better pick that up. You better pick it up. I've got it on camera. You better pick it Dave's up. Dave's on poop patrol. Uh, I know. Uh, and then here's the last one. The, the Some of the things that we say to our dogs, other than I love you, I'm so jealous that you can lick there. Coming up, I got our, uh, we have our dump it or dig it. Uh, I don't have it. Lee, uh, Deb, Deb's the one that picked it out. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, we have our, uh, the dump it or dig it for you, brought to you by Baku e-bikes. You love Dateline? This song is a murder ballad. Oh, my gosh. It's put out by Hardy and Lainey Wilson. Got to hurry and text my wife. I saw the video on it last Friday night at dinner, and it is probably, I don't know, I would say it might win video of the year. Really? Uh, music video of the year. Really? Uh, yeah, so we want you to listen to the song. Somebody's going to win tickets to the Loveland Living Aquarium uh, under Night Under the Lights tomorrow night. Um, at Loveland Living Aquarium. It'll have a live DJ, dance party, food trucks, and more. Details at thelivingplanet.com. And we will talk a little Lainey Wilson, too, and her role in Yellowstone coming up uh, when she uh, participates or helps on that song coming up. Dave and Dabs, dump it or dig it. And dump it or dig it brought to you by Baku e-bikes on the road or in the backcountry. Uh, it comes to us this morning from Hardy and Lainey Wilson. It's a murder ballad. It's called Wait in the Truck. Hardy says it's got to be one of, if not my best work so far. Something very spiritual happened the day we wrote that song. We kind of looked down at our pen and paper. We looked up and the song was written. It's amazing to be a part of it. It speaks on something very important, domestic violence. At the end of the day, I just really hope this gives somebody a platform to speak out. Uh, so what happens is um, an abused hitchhiking woman. Now, this is in the video. Yeah, Lainey yeah. Wilson. 
physically and emotionally a beat up. She's picked up on the side of the road by Hardy in his truck. Upon realizing she is a domestic abuse uh, victim without question, uh, he decides to take retribution into his own hands. He drives back to the trailer where the abused woman's mate resides and shoots him. Good for him. Five years later. I mean, I probably shouldn't be. Five years later, the abuse victim, now married, visits the bittersweet, resolute, morally justified assailant in prison, played by Uh Hardy in the video. Um, The topic isn't talked about a lot, says Lainey Wilson. Those are things that often happen behind closed doors. Um, She said, I hope this is going to start a conversation that a lot of people don't want to have. It's our job as artists to sing about things that people are sometimes scared to talk about. Wow. Domestic abuse is a fragile subject. I hope this song brings to light a situation that is more common than we'd like to admit. For the abusers, I hope this song haunts you. For the victims, I hope they know they're not alone. That's a great thing. And I don't, I probably ought to clarify because somebody's going to email the station and say, well, you're, yeah, he says you should just shoot anybody that, you know, you know. Uh, let the law enforcement and stuff take care of it and handle it that way. But, you know, that's it. It's it's the feeling we get, though, you know, and it's it's a tough one. Well, uh, in the video, uh, he drives to the trailer park and she waits in the truck, which is the huh? title of the song. It's called Wait in the Truck. Uh, Hardy featuring Lainey Wilson. Text us. Let us know. Uh, dump it or dig it. Uh, 801-570-5767. Somebody's going to win two tickets to the Loveland Living Planet Aquarium's Night Under the Lights tomorrow night at the aquarium. And then we usually get your phone calls coming in here off the studio line as well, which is the exact same number uh, that you text. Uh, So you can safely do that as well. Dump it or dig it.
smoking one of his cigarettes and waited for the cops to come. I don't know if he's an angel, cause angels don't do what he did. He was helping to find a man behind all the whiskey scars I hear. song is called Wait in the Truck. Hardy wow. featuring Lainey Wilson. Wow. That's all I can say is wow. That's a song actually I could see like ac- being on Yellowstone. I was just going to say that. You know? And anybody that will advocate for somebody that is innocent and being hurt, yeah. whether it's a woman, it can happen to men yes. as well, an animal, they are badass. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. And, I, and like I say, you cross that line from saying... Yeah, that's the way to solve the problem, you know, but you end up, it, it is, it's a, and in the song, he talks about how he had to spend time. He didn't try running. He just waited for the cops to show up. I love the line in there that says the judge under the seat, meaning that the judge in this case to solve this problem was his handgun under the seat of his truck, you know, and I, I'm, some clever, clever uh, lyrics written well. And sung even better by Hardy and Lainey Wilson this the, morning. We want to know what you think. If you haven't seen the video, the video is like a move, like a like a mini movie. A mini movie. It's amazing. Cindy Jenkins, awesome song. Definitely dig it. April Buck, wow. Monique Shaver, dig it. Love this song. Hardy and Lainey, uh, amazing. Uh, Ryan Moore says dig it. Uh, Liza Nakai Nakayu says uh, it gave me goosebumps. I dig it. Powerful message and song. John Ryson. Um, Hi, what's your name? Kathy. What's your uh, What do you think? Dump it or dig it? Oh, dig it. Love it. Thank you. Yes. Love you. Bye. Morning, the Z. Dump it or dig it? Anyone? Morning, the Z. Dump it or dig it? Dig it. What's your name? Carol. Thank you, Carol. 
Love you. Bye. Morning the Z. Hey, dump it or dig it. Uh, you know, while we gather a few more phone calls, and I know that we'll probably, I think there's a, a number that we probably ought to throw out uh, for, a, you know, abuse like that. And may I just add, if you've got a short temper, people, if you've got, if you ever, ever reach that point where you feel like you're, you can't control your physical actions. I know this is easier said than done. I'm not, and for for people who are doing this kind of crap, uh, I, I just can't say enough. Just walk away. Just walk. Whatever you do, walk away from that situation. Yeah. Unfortunately, when abusers get to that point, it's they're not thinking. Uh, I, uh, they're just it's it's a pattern, and it's yeah. I mean, I have a little bit of experience of this growing up, and it's super painful, and the innocents have nobody usually to advocate for yeah. them, and it's yeah. just so painful. Yeah. Hi, what's your name? Uh, no man should ever hit a woman. Uh, dig it, Larry Jen- Jennings, Stan, Damn Good Song, Rhett Taylor, Kelly Agard, Nicole Conrad, Anna Smith, Cassie, uh, so good, makes me cry. Play it again, please. Uh, this is great. Love it. Laura Facer, Chills. Awesome from Fern, Melissa Andreasen, OMG. Uh, this is so impactful in so many ways. Brad Gull. Morning, the Z. What's your name? Oliver. And what do you think? Dig it, brother. Right on, man. Thank you. Have a good day. All right, you too. Love you. Bye. Morning, the Z. Dump it or dig it. I dig it. I love it. Thank you, Bonnie. Have a good okay. weekend. You too. Right, bye bye. Love you. Bye. Morning, the Z. Dump it or dig it. Hello. Hello? Hello? Too late. Oh, wait. No, yeah. Are you there? Hi, yeah. Hi. What do you think? Dump it or dig it? Oh, we dig it. Me and my five-year-old think it was great. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Happy weekend to y'all. Thanks. You too. OMG, I love it. Been there. Dig it. Uh, Goosebumps, head to toe. Total dig. Lori Apple. Trevor Peterson, love this. Super dig. Love the message this song gives. We've had a couple of domestic violence incidents lately that have ended in death. Talking is hard, but can save a life. Dig this. Uh, Nathan Galt says, dig it, dig it, uh, from Pam DeGraw. Candace Wiseman says, dig it. Sometimes silent abuse is worse. Yeah. Lost my daughter to domestic violence, Jana Ogard. Uh, I'm so sorry about that. Um, Jenny Margots, echoes of Thunder Rolls and Independence Day. Love it. Yeah. And, uh, there's a couple others. Like two Night black, two black, Georgia. yes, two black Cadillacs, uh, Earl. Is it yeah. Earl? Enough, Goodbye, you know? Earl. Goodbye, Earl. Tiffany so. Douglas, Dig It All Day. Uh, dig It, amazing song. Troy and Sheena. Sherry Stoltz says, Love It, Dig It. Love this song. Brought tears to my eyes. Reminded me of the abuse in my first marriage. Uh, I lost a childhood friend to domestic violence. She didn't deserve it. Nobody does. Dig It, Randy Priest. Good song. Not sure it's for radio. Johnny Burnside. What would... Okay. Max Martin, uh, Dig It. Hardy is a wizard. Love all of his music. Uh, Scott says, dig it, one of the best songs ever. Heather Pratt, dig it. Their voices melt together. I love it. Lisa Houghton, Brooklyn Walker, dig it. I'm not seeing a dump here uh, at all. I don't know if I did either. I don't know if we ever heard of anything. It might be a 100%. Rachel Young, holy hell, this song. Jason Weiss, 100% dig it. Men can go through domestic violence, too. Yeah, Talk to someone, get help. It's scary, though, because if that person finds out you're talking about it, yeah. Ooh, the danger just amplifies. Yep. It's really scary. It Find just... somebody you trust and get some help. Yep. Um, and hopefully you'll be protected in that situation. So. Uh, I'm going to say 100%. Yeah. Wait in the Truck, featuring Lainey Wilson, the new song from Hardy. And uh, Dave, you tell me when. Okay. Right there. Stop. 
Uh, Kelly Agard is our winner. Kelly, I will send you uh, an email about getting these tickets for the Loveland Living Aquarium. Uh, Nights Under the Lights on uh, tomorrow night. End of Summer Bash featuring live DJ, dance party, food trucks, and more. Details at thelivingplanet.com. Dump it or dig it. Brought to you by Baku e-bikes and scooters. From the roads to the back roads. Get into the industry leader of a fat tire electric bike and save over $1,000 right now. $300 off a new e-bike from Baku and $750 in free Baku accessories. Go to Baku.com, B-A-K-C-O-U.com, Baku.com. To switch gears, just real quick here, um, we I did want to play this little thing from Lainey Wilson uh, from her role in Yellowstone. We know that the last we heard is that Yellowstone Season 5 uh, will start in November. I I think it's like something like November 13th uh, is what they're shooting for. I don't know if that's a hard date or what, but... Um, she is going to be featured, Taylor Sheridan, the producer, of course, and the backbone of all of the Yellowstone in 1883 and stuff like that. He um, he picked he picked Lane. He says, "Oh man, you're spot on. We're gonna have." And she and, and it's, the question was asked, "What are you going to play, or what role will you play in Yellowstone?" It's pretty much me. Um, I'm getting to sing my own songs. I'm getting to wear my get up. I go by the name Abby. So. <laughs> It's awesome. It really is. I mean, this is definitely something that I was not expecting to happen, but I have made a promise and a, a vow to myself that, you know, if doors open, that I'm going to run through them, and this was truly a blessing from the Lord. That is one person that you could just drop right into Yellowstone and fits right in. So uh, Dustin Lynch there with party mode, and it looks like somebody was in the party mode when they, at least this is what the rental car company thought, when they uh, charged a woman eight thousand dollars after the rental car company car company uh, claimed that she drove twenty two thousand miles in three days, well, guess what? That's around the world. So that's going to be a little tough to do. Woman flew to Canada earlier this month to help her daughter get settled at college. She drove around Toronto for three days in a GMC Yukon Denali, then returned the car later on. She noticed that the rental company, car company, Avis, charged her a fee of $8,000 for driving about 23,000 miles. That's just shy of the circumference of the planet Earth. And to do it, she would have to drive all 72 hours she had the car at an average speed of 315 miles per hour to do that. Now, it was obviously a mistake. But she couldn't get anyone from Avis to reverse the charge until the local news got involved. Now someone from (laughs) Avis says they've apologized to the woman, but they did not explain what happened. Wow. Can you... uh, uh, That's just amazing to me. Gabby Barrett, pick me up. Happy Friday, everybody. So nice to have you here. Well, I was driving in my pickup. I was hauling me a load. You guys were saying something funny. Thought I'd drive right off the road. Well, I love the songs you play me. You know it gets me out the door. You know I don't believe I've heard great stuff like this before. So I cranked it up in traffic. There was a party in my lane. Z104's best in country. Dave and Deb and what's her name? Z104's 
Hey, if a tomato is a fruit, then ketchup is a smoothie, right? Sure. Right? Yeah. Dip your fries in a smoothie. That's what I'm thinking. I better get me a smoothie. And you know what else I miss? Uh, I miss the old phones. You know, like the old rotary phones or even the uh, the touchtone phones. Because whenever you, you'd get into an argument, didn't you get a certain amount of satisfaction when you slam down the phone? Yeah, now you just press the screen. Now you just press a little button on the screen, and it doesn't give it nearly as much satisfaction. Nearly as effective. Yeah. Entertainment is fine, but this. This is the entertainment? That's entertainment. This isn't art. This isn't even entertainment. This isn't entertainment. What are you, entertainment tonight? <laughs> This is a business of entertainment. You get that? They come to have a good time. You call this fun? They were against entertainment. This doesn't count. <laughs> Today's show is brought to you by the car pickup line, the first week of school. They can email and put up all the signs they want, but some people will just never get it. Right, Heather? <laughs> you know who you are, Heather. <laughs> yeah. Driving in your car what makes you better than anyone else to get to the front of the pickup line. Hey, we've heard of this quiet quitting thing that we've uh, talked about here the last couple of weeks, uh, where it's one of those uh, you, you kind of blew up this month on social media where there's you really don't quit, but you just do less and you just stop trying just quit so giving hard. Giving it your all, making it your everything, and doing some other th- personal stuff. So, in other words, just becoming a millennial. some millennials well now another term is trending so while you're busy quiet quitting your boss might be quiet firing you Uh uh-oh it's not a new trend just a new name other terms for it have included constructive dismissal and managing (laughs) out i like that that person constructive dismissal it's when your boss or manager doesn't like you or wants you gone for whatever reason, but instead of firing you, they micromanage you, stop, invol- stop involving you, or use passive-aggressive tactics to make your life miserable until you actually quit. Now, somebody asked for real-world example examples, and these are a few responses. They got, a person's manager used to slowly reduce the hours of people he didn't like until they were eventually never scheduled. Wow. Hey, how come I'm never on the sketch? How come I only got three hours last week? An assistant's desk got moved from an office in the corner uh, to the copy room. <laughs> and the office and the office went to the intern. Just little things huh. like that, you know, where it's like, where am I? Where's my <clears throat> off? Well, you're in the copy room now. You're in the cl- supply closet. A manager kept adding more and more to a woman's workload until she was overwhelmed but nobody else in the office got additional work. Wow. So mm. if you're thinking of doing the quiet quitting thing where you just don't uh, try as hard, be aware that now there is quiet firing, which I think a lot of us have either seen, been involved with, uh, witnessed in one way or another, where somebody um, really does. Now, micromanaging. How about that one? That is uh. one that... That gets under my skin. That's one of those that, you know what I'm saying? If you really want to drive somebody's, somebody crazy, I mean, I had a boss one time that literally need to, they, I, at the end of the day, I had to account for every minute of what I did that day. And I had to write it down in a report and I had to file it. 
And I, I'm, I, I am, you know, and it was one of those jobs where you just had to get your work done. Nobody had to micromanage you. If you didn't get your job done, that would be quite obvious that you didn't get your job done, you know, but to have to sit there and write down every little thing that you did, micromanaging is, is really, uh, oh. all right. Um, so we've all heard of the, uh, USC Gamecocks, right? Yes. You know? Uh, well, guess what? They have. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. The US, South Carolina. isn't that right? Isn't South Carolina, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, University. Oh, you were thinking of U- USC. US, USC, yes. Um, yeah, but the uh, mascot has been renamed uh, Cock Commander, and I don't know how they can do this because I own that. I have the copyright. <laughs> oh, dang! <laughs> I don't know how they could get away with that. Do you, Deb? I don't I know. I thought I had that copyrighted. I don't know. <laughs> right there. Uh, the uh, So now anyway. His previous name was Sir Big Spur. Well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's the cock commander. How about that? The school has actually agreed with Sir Big Spur's original owners to use that name, but they don't own him anymore. And decided not to let the school continue to use it because of a disagreement they have with their new owners. So there you go. The Gamecocks are now looking for a new name for the Big Spur, uh, Big Sir Big Spur. Now, the poll uh, says what new name should University of uh, South Carolina give its live mascot rooster? <laughs> Kicking Chicken, uh, Brewster, B R O O S T E R, like rhymes with rooster. Right. Marco Pollo, P-O-L-L-O, Cockadoodle Dude, Cluck Norris, Mr. Chicken Scratch, Captain Cluck, or the General, or Coop for Cooper. But not Cock Commander? Cock Commander's in there, yeah. That's in the running, right? Yep. Yeah. School's going to announce Sir Big Spur's new name sometime before September uh, 3rd. Which one would you Which is their season opener. I would probably, I mean, as much as I would want the cock commander, I would probably do uh, kicking chicken. That's pretty cool. The old kicking chicken. I like that. That's uh, out of all of the other. I mean, Captain Cluck is kind of like, it's just one of those. <laughs> you know, what do you play when they, they come out on the field? But, I like Cock Commander. I think I, I like do too. that one the best. I mean, I do like it. I, I I just don't know if, you know. I mean, the general. You know the cancel culture yeah, nowadays. Yeah, too bad. Well, that's what I say. Yeah. Absolutely, that's what I say. But, I mean, if the freaking University of Utah running Utes got all the crap that they did, and then Dixie Rebels got all of the crap that they did, and... uh You've got uh, the Dave, Washington, Dixie the, the Washington, <laughs> the Washington, uh, whatever you call them, Washington Redskins, got all of that stuff, you know. Too, they were getting, you know, into all of that, and then ended up having to change it to the Washington Football Team. And actually, I don't even know what they settled on. Uh, the Generals, or what was it? Some kind of a thing that it was like uh, Washington Commanders. I commanders think. I think is it's what the commanders. it was. So there it goes. Maybe the commander is the new thing. What makes you feel like you are country again? Maybe sitting around a fire pit? Yeah. Roasting some some yep. more. Uh, just being outside. Yeah. You know, doing stuff outside. Uh, maybe it's a uh, 
uh, frozen wiener pop. Well, sure. From Oscar Mayer. Well, sure. Uh, that would always make anyone feel uh, country, <laughs> country again. again. <laughs> hey, you guys, uh, did, y'all brought your uh, y'all brought your hunting gear, uh, and what about the frozen wiener pops? Uh, well, Oscar Mayer. <laughs> when it comes to hot dogs. Even Oscar Mayer says that hot wieners are better than cold wieners, <laughs> but they're working on changing that. Oscar Mayer is selling its first ever cold dog, which is a popsicle. Tastes like a hot dog. They say it has both refreshing and smoky umami notes, and it's topped with a mustard swirl. O S E C O S E B O L. I mean, I don't know how you. So, if you're looking for someone to blame this on. The idea dates back to the Instagram post on Oscar Mayer's account a few months ago where they asked their followers if it was stupid or genius. Apparently, more people said it was genius. A rep for Oscar Mayer said after the overwhelming fan excitement, it was a no-brainer to make the cold dog a reality. For better for worse, it's not nationwide release yet, though. The cold dog is available at street pop bar locations while... Supplies last. They cost two bucks a pop. Uh, and then, if you don't know, Pop Bar is a chain of uh, gelato shops around. I don't think we is have it? any I here. I don't think we've had any either. It doesn't uh, sound familiar. It's morning buzz time with Dave and Deb. Well, uh, let's jump right into this because scientists have developed furniture that actually assembles itself. Thank heavens. Once out of the package, right? So put this to uh, the test with IKEA. Scientists are showcasing how wooden shapes can be flat printed, then morph into complex 3D structures through drying. This technique could be used to make furniture that could be shipped flat and then formed into the final shape at its destination. No assembly required. Now you still have to move the furniture by yourself. (laughs) (laughs) This was funny. Jimmy Kimmel uh, has some uh, guest fill-in people. I don't know what's going on there. Do you think he's, uh, I mean, is he, I don't know. Maybe they're just going through this little phase of fill-in people. Uh, but he had a he had this uh, Nikki uh, Glasser on, Glazer okay. maybe is how you say it. And it's I I just love those times where they go out onto the street and get people's natural reactions. In this particular case, uh, she went out to the streets and asked young kids for dating advice. Who should pay on a first date? The boy. The boy. What if it's two girls? The older one? I like that. What's the perfect first date? June. June? June what? Fifteen. What kind, what's your perfect date? Where would you take them? A concert of the Jurassic World soundtrack. Oh my gosh. That's every girl's dream. What's your love language? Mm, bacon. Bacon? <laughs> Yes. Is that not I the, loved every answer. Oh my gosh, that is yeah. just uh that's the funnest thing ever, right? Yes. Well, the rumors are true in our music biz world. Uh Elton John, Britney Spears uh together were working on a song together and they released it yesterday. It's actually called Hold Me Closer. Hold me Now, 
Now, you know the Rocket Man spinoff with Dua Lipa, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it sounds to me like they've kind of gone Yeah, this along song those... is mainly the hook of Elton John's Tiny Dancer that was released 50 years ago. Right. Back then, Ti- Tiny Dancer only made it to number 41 on the Billboard Top 100. Uh, he wasn't making so-called hits yet, so what is old is new again. There you go. And and it's working, right? At least uh, yeah. so far. Blue jean, baby. Baby. LA lady. Look at you. <laughs> Seems just for the bang. <laughs> I kind of like that version. <laughs> now, the game that pits man against woman. It's Battle of the Sexes with Dave and Deb. 570-5767. All right, let's battle this thing out. Lagoon's still going strong, and then they'll uh, go into the Frightmares phase uh, in September. Are. Uh, we've got a Laguna All Day Passport for the winner of Battle of the Sexes this morning. Laguna Beach still open through Monday, September 5th, I believe, uh, through Labor Day. And then, of course, they do a few little... I noticed they also do a few little extended hours um, around fall break. So October 13th-ish. Okay. 13, 14, yeah. 15. I think you can start to go in there uh, on fall break and have a good time at Lagoon. Who is this? Hi, what's your name? Too late. Morning, the Z. What's your name? Casey. All right, Casey, you ready to play, I guess, or you wouldn't have called? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, hold on a second. We'll see if we're lucky enough to grab a female next. Who is this? Wow, lucky you. Yeah. Yeah, who is this? Natasha. All right, Natasha and Casey. Casey, we are going to let the ladies go first on this one. All right, Natasha, uh, where are the NFL's 49ers from? Chicago, San Francisco, or San Diego? San Fran. Yes. Cool. Easy, but cool. Uh, Casey, (laughs) here's your question. Who is Nick Cannon currently dating? She's expecting their third child together. Is it Abby DeLaRosa, Alyssa Scott, or Brittany Bell? First one. No, third one. Brittany Bell on that one. All right, Natasha, what's the name of the part of a motorcycle that holds the front wheel and axle to its frame? A clip, a fork, or a clutch? Uh, I'm going to say a fork. Yes. Freaking, 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 freaking. All right, let's see if we can't step this sucker up here, Casey. uh, The maiden or virgin is the symbol for which zodiac sign? Capricorn, Virgo, or Taurus? Virgo. Yes, we're in it still. Uh, okay, Natasha, how many countries are in each group in Soccer's World Cup? Four, eight, or 12? Eight. Four. Chance for you to tie it up, Casey. Which artist wrote the book titled Lover? Madonna, Britney Spears, or Taylor Swift? Madonna. Taylor Swift on that one. That means Natasha's our winner. Thanks for playing, Casey. You can play again, okay? Okay, thank you. Hey, now before Good you guys job, go, Casey. we're gonna. Uh, are you there, both of you still? Yep. I'm gonna throw this little thing out. You know, from every once in a while, Deb and I get these little emails that came come in. This one actually came in just off of a uh, a text this morning, and it said, um, 
And I'm going to obviously not use names here. Um, we went to a corner to waiting. We were waiting at the um, crosswalk sign, and I immediately noticed someone was wearing my favorite cologne. This is a dude talking, all right? Okay. Uh, by the name of Joe Malone. Without hesitating, I said, someone's wearing Joe Malone. And the guy, who I assume was wearing it, looked at me like I was propositioned him, and his buddies were clearly put off as well. I thought it was a compliment. Clearly, I violated the bro code. No, nothing wrong with Creepy that. Creepy or compliment? Not at all. Compliment. I mean, it's not like you said you have great skin. Can I wear it later on tonight? <laughs> I mean, so... Uh, what do you think when it comes to creepy or compliment? What about this one? Uh, you look like you work out. Compliment. Yeah, compliment. Casey. Creepy. Yeah, creepy. You think it's creepy? Okay, let's let's make sh- let's uh, establish whether it's coming from a guy or a girl, and this makes a difference. I don't know why, but from a girl to say that a guy works out, y'all are thinking, huh? That's just a compliment. Casey, I'm I'm going to kind of go with you a little bit to the go. If you were to walk up to a female and go, you look like you work out, it, does that make a difference, y'all? Uh, it's It comes across creepy sometimes when guys... It, it could. You know? I, I don't know why. Still take it a, nobody's, nobody would ever say that to me, but I, well. would, I would take it as a compliment, I think. But okay, it is. But what if she's like holding something and she's like mid squat coming up or bending over? Then yeah, that's a little bit creepy. But if you're right? just if you're just standing there, do you find it creepy if a guy goes, "Hey," he goes, "You look like you work out to a female." No, not at all. Okay. Here's the next one. You have a great handshake. Creepy or compliment? Compliment. 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 All right. Casey, which uh, forearm is stronger for you, your left or right? <laughs> it's your do- it's your dominant hand, isn't it? My right forearm. My, my, my right arm. Yeah, same here. Right arm, buddy. You. How about this one? You have a beautiful mouth. Creepy or compliment? Creepy. 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 Okay. My. Uh, how about this one? Okay. Your husband is a lucky man. Creepy. I think that's a compliment. I, I think a compliment. I don't like it. Your husband's a lucky man. Yeah. And does that one make any difference if the tables are turned? What if it was a female saying your wife a, is a lucky woman? I think it would be weird if, if a girl said that to me. Your husband's a lucky man. Yeah. That'd be weird. But then, of. but, but, uh, and then is it any creepier if the, or not creepy? If a female says your wife is a lucky woman. Yeah. You take it as it creepy or compliment? I think it's kind of creepy. Uh, right. I don't know why. I think it's a compliment. I, I think it's a compliment as well. All right. Uh, one last one here because I know y'all are probably going, my gosh, I just wanted to play this contest and get out of here. <laughs> um, your mom made beautiful babies. I mean, it's a compliment. I would, I would agree. It's kind of a weird compliment, but it's a compliment. Yeah, a creepy compliment. A creepy compliment? Yeah, there you Your go. Your wife made yeah. <laughs> a, a both right there. <laughs> a creepy compliment. Uh, thanks, y'all. Happy Friday. Happy weekend, okay? Thanks Thank for you. playing along. It's in the same.
cold walk in December warming up your hands. You know, I asked one of the artists, uh, where were we? We may have been at Country Fan Fest, and I think I asked one of the artists if there was a, a maybe Nico Moon. I said, is there a style? Is it, a, is it called a certain style of songwriting when you start the song and end the song with the same two lyrics or two lines or something like that? And I think I, it was I, Nico Moon, but yeah. I don't remember what he said. He he just kind of said, "I think it's just using your own style of how you do it." And and good answer, Nico. I know, right? <laughs> that's what I would have said. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, just and your maybe own style. <laughs> and maybe that's it. Maybe it's just as simple as that. Uh, anyway, Lee Bryce there on that one, a song that I don't ever get tired of. Memory I don't mess with. It's nine forty one. So this Tesla owner, he had a, a digital key implanted under his skin. Weird or no? Guy in Detroit named Brandon DeLaley decided that carrying his digital Tesla key around was too annoying, <laughs> so he had it implanted into his hand instead. I've always been a tech enthusiast, and I always try to be on the cutting edge of technology. I'm able to open up the front and back door to my house. I can walk up to people and have them tap their phone to my hand and instantly transfer my contact information, my portfolio. So I thought, how cool would it be if I could leave my house, no car key, no house key. It's a perfect backup, something you can never forget something that doesn't break, something that won't fail you. He put a microchip on the top of his right hand under the skin, so now he can tap his driver's side door to unlock it, and he can start it the same way. Now get this, he didn't even need to see a doctor. A place that does piercings did it for him, and it wasn't uh, that expensive, actually. The chip cost 300 bucks. They charged another 100 bucks to shove it under his in his hand, and once the swelling went down, it worked great. Now, implanted microchips aren't brand new, but they're coming more of a thing. This wasn't even Brandon's first go at it. Uh, like he mentioned, he already does it with his house. He used his right hand because he has a, the digital key to his house wow. implanted in his left hand. He said it's cool because now he never has to remember his keys. And, and here's he can never lose them. <laughs> and the next thing, listen to this, too. He wants to get a third chip on his chest to track things like body temperature and heart rate. Uh, to me, I just sounds like we're just turning into robots. Wow. How cool is that? I mean, it seems cool. I I don't know. It seems like you would get some kind of an infection. Wouldn't your body recognize this as a foreign object and try to get rid of it? I don't know. I'm you watching know? the video of the implant. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. It looks like it hurts. Well, they said after the swelling went down, too. That just really makes me. Yeah. Weird weird stuff. Yep. Hey, we'll be right back. Z-Swag and the $500 off Dave deal. Friday, 3 to 5, Strong VW, 1070 South Main in the heart of Salt Lake. I'll even play that funky music when you come in. (laughs) White boy. Yeah. (laughs) That will be a lot of fun. That will be uh, this afternoon at 3 o'clock at Strong VW and... A little bit sooner than that, in one hour from now, 10.50, that money just keeps cha-chinging. Mystery sounds 664 bucks if you can figure it out. That money is all yours. Go to the website, z104country.com, check out all the wrong guesses, the clues, and play the sound and see if you can figure out what it is and win the cash at 10.50. We'd also like to plan out your night on September 8th. If you want to go to Kip Moore, that's coming up here soon, too, as well. Next shot at Kip Moore. Tickets coming up at 11.40. And, of course, it is tick, tick, <laughs> tip, tick, tick, <laughs> it's Kip Moore ticket tag. 
Uh, and so you do need to know the uh, name of the winner at 740 this morning. Uh, you are just going to be working on your shed this weekend, I, I guess, am. huh? I am. I'm going to be working on my shed and yeah. uh, just uh, sleeping in and having the best weekend ever. Whatever your plans are, everybody, take the Z along with. We have, we appreciate you tuning in, not only today, but every single day. We will be back in uh, the morning on Monday. Tune in anyway. The show is over. Can't help but think, where did the time go? Well, how time flies when you're having fun. Goodbye, 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 goodbye. Goodbye, my friends. And you're out. We out. We out.